Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9-0 crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. And we're back. A lot we haven't talked about. That's right, AJ. There is a lot we haven't talked about. But here we are. This is episode 24 of the Chase for 28 podcast. It's me, Chris. I'm here with my Yankee compadre, AJ. And this is our mid-season episode where we're going to grade the team and uh, do what we do. (laughs) Hey, this is not new to us. I mean, you know, we both have a career in education. So giving out grades and assessing performance is not something we are strangers to. But first, AJ, it's been a couple of weeks. How you doing, sure boy? I'm doing great. Doing great. Watching uh, a lot of baseball. Watching uh, some AU baseball, and uh, you know, enjoying summer. How about you? I'm also enjoying summer. Uh, you know, doing some projects around the house, playing with the kids, watching Yankee baseball. I guess. <laughs> I guess this isn't really Yankee you know, baseball. You're watching baseball. This is not Yankee baseball. baseball. This is. This but you know is what, AJ? Yes. Sorry. You're gonna laugh at me. Oh but God! I have a feeling. Yeah. Okay. Me too. That tonight's going to be. I a good have night. a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I think this team will turn it around. I'm going to say that here, as we record on July 14th. I'm not saying that they're going to win a division, <laughs> but could this team put it together and get hot at the right time? I have hope, and that's what yeah, I want but- my message to be. Sort of. We keep saying that over and over again. We keep saying, man, this is it. They're going to turn it around. And what do they do? They lose two out of the next three. Or they lose a couple of series series in a row. Or, you know, insert negative Yankees play here. Or they get shut out by the Seattle Mariners after bashing them for 15 runs in two games. Like, inconsistent play is the problem. Inconsistency. I think, I think they will turn a corner. Are they firing their coach? Okay, then no, they're not turning the corner. All right, well, we'll see you next time, everybody. (laughs) Have a good one. (laughs) All right. Uh, I I do believe that, and we're going to get into the the weeds on this. But first, AJ, what is our Yankee trivia question here in the Tino Martinez episode? Ah, 24. Look at that. Um, All right, so we're going to stay with the the theme of All-Star Week as this question is about the Midsummer Classic. So here's your question. When Tanaka was the winning pitcher and Araldus Chapman earned the save 
in the 2019 All-Star Game, they became the first teammates since 2001 to get a win and a save of the game. Name the pair from 2001. Hint, they were not Yankees. There you go. The only Yankee thing about the question is Tanaka and Chapman. All right, we'll have that answer coming up before we leave today. And yes, this is a special Thursday edition of the Chase for 28 podcast. Again, it's All-Star Week. AJ, I opened up our show notes as we were going to get set to record today. And uh, you sort of laughed at me and you mocked me a little (laughs) bit before we hit record because I have a prominent paragraph and recap of my favorite not-yet-a-Yankee, Jason Dominguez. Seriously. Who participated in the future game. Did you see video? I did not see of video. Of Jason. Was there oh, video? Like there was video the of him. Yeah, there was video of him taking BP. Oh, BP. You know who else took yes. BP? Pete Alonso. How's he doing this year, batting 220? <laughs> Just kidding. I know. Look, I'm, I'm being negative about Jason Dominguez because I don't want to fall into the trap of drool, 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 and bust. Because we've done that plenty of times. Right? That's correct. Sorry, just wiping the drool off my face. Yep. I'm just, look, <laughs> I hope he does well. He's getting called up. He's actually finally playing, quote unquote, professional ball. Let's see what the kid can do. Do you want my recap of his futures yeah. participation? Give me, give me the recap. Let's hear about Jason. All right. The Martian. So he played in the futures game. The Martian. Uh, he did not record a hit in his three at-bats. So he's... By all he's, accounts. he's a perfect Yankee. Here we go. He's a perfect Yankee, 0 for 3. Uh, but he did hit a ball to third base at 106 miles an hour. Ooh. He put one out in batting practice. In Colorado? In Colorado. Okay. And when asked when he would plan to make his Major League debut, Dominguez said he'd hope to be there in about, quote, three or four years. Again, he just turned 18. Right. And uh, as you mentioned, AJ, he was officially promoted from rookie ball to Ooh. low A. Now, he does not really need to pack his bags. He's playing for the Tampa Tarpons, so he's going from one area of the complex to another. And this was as of uh, July 13th. So he has now been promoted to a full-season minor league team. So well, again, let's see what he can do. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see his growth. They'll trade him Me soon. Too. They'll trade him <laughs> soon. <laughs> Value's never been higher. Uh and, and on to the real All-Star game, Aaron Judge participated in the game. He was 0-for-1 with a walk and a run scored. Sounds about right. Garrett Cole and Aroldis Chapman attended. They were in uniform. They did not play or participate in the game. I thought they got selected they for batting practice. <laughs> well, they were there. Now, real quick, a lot of Ooh. conversation and chatter. Uh, I think we brought this up, but now that we saw those uniforms in action, what do you think? I gotta be honest, I did not like the white. Like, white on white, I just, I don't enjoy that. I just think that's just, meh. But the blue on blue with the red, I had a uniform like that back in the day. And, and I, it, it brought back memories. I, I, so I was digging the blue on blue. But again, the blue like, on blue made me think I was watching a beer league softball team. See, I know, but I had, so I had a, I had a uniform. I'm not gonna say who I played for. I had a uniform. It was blue on blue with a red belt. And it had my number, obviously, on the jersey, on the side and on the back, and it had a number on the pants, too. So with, with, with our name across the, with a, uh, name across the chest and our name on the back. So that kind of like brought me back for a little bit to, to when I used to wear that jersey. But I, I just like I didn't like 
the letters down the chest because some of them didn't work. Like, for example, <laughs> the Chicago Cubs, which are C-H-I, were C-H-C. I was like, what? And like San Diego was S-D-P. I'm like, what is S-D-P? Like, like you don't have to have three. Like, make it consistent if you're going to do it. S-D-P. If I was going to make a change to those jerseys, right. If I was going to make a change to those jerseys, I would have just used the team logos and not yes. done the yeah. alphabetical abbreviation. Like they, they totally switched it up on us, right? Cause it, they used to do like, this is the first uh, time these jerseys, jerseys for home run derby, right? They switched it. Yes. Yes. And they would wear that. You'd wear your team uniform. The, the the home team would wear the the whites. The road league would wear mm-hmm. the grays. Right, and you'd have the patch, maybe a special hat. The whole, right. the whole thing. I, again, I just feel like the colors were off. Like you're in Colorado, should have been purple and black. It was red, again, white, and blue. I know they. I, this I was think they just went Atlanta. with the Atlanta. I know, I know, I know. But still, then they tried with the hats, and the hats didn't work because there's a little bit of purple with a red letter. So. I wasn't feeling it. I will say this a couple of, cause it was supposed to be in Atlanta and they wound up honoring, uh, Paul famer, Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool that during the home run derby, all of the players wore 44 that was during cool. the home run derby. I thought that was that classy. Was cool. Um, I thought the pregame ceremony where they unveiled a piece of art, his Jersey mm-hmm. signed by all the all stars. Yeah. Uh, and I believe his wife, very, very nice. Very, very touching. Hammer and Hank. Apparently. Apparently, I saw a tweet that all of the home run derby balls were autographed by the player who was up at bat. I did see that. That was really cool. Yeah. Huh. That made me wish I was out in the outfield just shagging non-home run balls. Yeah, right? Those kids are lucky. That's a nice touch, though. Yeah, it's great. Good move. Good move. I wonder if Pete Alonso had a hand cramp because certainly <laughs> he put a lot of balls into the seats. You know, he made it look like a video game. He made it look effortless just to, just to throw that out there. He's a tool, <laughs> but he could mash. And sure I, 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 I wonder if we had mentioned this or we had questioned this in advance of the game being in Colorado for home run derby. Hmm. Uh, but they did confirm on the broadcast that typically in Colorado balls are in the humidor yeah, because of the altitude. Mm-hmm. The balls used in a home run derby were not in the humidor. They just nice. let it fly. <laughs> let it fly. So the balls were juiced, completely juiced. The, ball, the balls were juiced. Got it. Got it. Real quick question on on the uh, All Star Game: Did they check any of the pitchers between innings for sticky stuff? I didn't happen to, to catch that in the broadcast. Did. I don't think they did. Uh, That'd be the time to use it, though, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it was a good game. Uh, again, not not really too eventful. You had the uh, Guerrero yeah. Junior home run. The American League wins their, I believe, their eighth straight. That is correct. Midsummer Classic. So, which is crazy to think uh, about. Yeah, and and the game doesn't mean anything anymore. Right. Where's the game next year? I believe it's going back to Los Angeles because the Dodgers did not get to host the game last year. Got it. Got it. Back to back. NL. Well, it doesn't matter. Either way, they, they use the DH in the All-Star game. True. Whatevs. All right. You ready to dive into our interim reports on this team? Let's major? do it. Let's do it. All right. So first, uh, as we head into the break, the Yankees are 46 and 43, three games above 500, currently fourth place in the American League East. Here's the split. They are 23 and 22 at home. Ugh. And they are 23 and 21 on the road. Ugh. Coming into the break, they took two out of three from Houston in Houston. 
They took two out of three from Seattle in Seattle, which is, I think, better than we thought they were going to do. Yeah. I don't have I the old notes up. Yep. You said three, so that's that's four right there. Yep. And, uh, you know. One and two against the Mets. Had, yeah. Well, well. No, you got to mention that one because that was one that we talked about. Because they true. got rained out that Friday before we when we recorded. Yes, they did. So, obviously, they look like poo in that last game against Seattle <laughs> after the first two games. You know, Seattle, for what ails you, right? Yeah, right. Just mm-hmm. mashing, putting up runs, yep. looking like the Yankees that should probably have about 15 to 20 more wins true. on the season true. based on this team on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, some shenanigans in Houston. Mm-hmm. With the jerseys, and hmm. uh, here's my takeaway from that. Altuve is a big wiener, and <laughs> which is weird because he's like four feet tall. But uh, him getting his jersey ripped off, I think that just verifies why he couldn't have his jersey taken off last year. I, I think, think so, too. That, that's the nail in the coffin there. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think he's a big cheater. Big cheater. We also found out that... Uh, Aaron Boone experienced some mild paralysis in the ninth inning as he did not make his way out of the dugout to make a pitching change. It's <laughs> a good one. By all accounts, he'll be back in the dugout tomorrow or later today as you're listening to this. And uh, all is well. He can walk again. Just I don't know what happened in the ninth inning there. Rain, <laughs> um, yeah, rain F something. So, all right, let's go through this team, AJ. Um, and we'll go position by position, player by player. We'll give some thoughts and, uh, we will grade this team. You want to give an overall rating first? Or you want to save that to the end? For the, for the, you want me to give a rating for the team? Yeah, go ahead. A rating asking, for this want, team. Do, a rating 40, for this team. 46 and 43. 46 and 43 plus $200 million payroll. And what I think, I believe their run differential is plus three. Or it could be up a little bit because they they their their run differential at one point was plus three, so I think they might be at plus seven right now. Um, all right, overall for the Yankees, look, man, you know where I'm going to stand here. I am not happy with this team. I'm actually miserable when I think of this team. Like, here's the deal: my son says to me upstairs because he's he's starting to really get into baseball. He loves he loves baseball. He said, "Dad, who's who's your favorite Yankee of all time?" I was like, "All time?" He's like, "Yeah, somebody that you watched play." Because he didn't want me to do like. Like Joe DiMaggio is my guy, you know, I'd, I'd say Joe DiMaggio in a heartbeat. So I was like, uh, Bernie Williams, first, foremost. He's like, all right, who's next? I'm like, Paul O'Neill. Like, right, who next? I'm like, probably Derek Jeter. All right, who's next? I was like, uh, Andy Pettit. Like, who's next? I'm like, Mariano Rivera. You know, so I'm going through, and I'm like, I look at him, I go, you're waiting for me to say judge, right? He goes, yeah, he's not even your top five. I'm like, you know what, buddy? He's like, I really love Aaron Judge. I was like, but... You know, he's probably my top 10 right now, but he's like, all right, what about the rest of the team? I said, the rest of the team I don't like. He goes, what do you mean? I was like, I love the Yankees. I was like, but I really don't like this team. I was like, I just don't, I'm not happy with who we have as players. And I was trying to explain to him the 90s team. Like, you can look at those guys and you'd be like, man, I love these guys, right? And I think now I'm looking at this team and it's like, wow, I really love the Yankees because in the 90s. I loved the team. Like, give me a guy. And I was like, yeah, I love him. Great. Great ball player. Charlie Hayes? Don't even know who he is. Love him. Scott Brocious? Sure. Why not? Love him. Great guy. But now, there are a bunch of guys to me who play for my favorite team. 
I love Judge. I'm a big fan of Judge because I think he carries himself right. And I think he's a good example for kids. But I don't like the other guys. Like Luke Voigt, nice guy. John Carlos Stanton, probably a nice guy. I'm just, I don't like the way they play baseball. And maybe that's my problem because, like I said, Joe DiMaggio is my guy. I would sit back and watch an old school baseball game over this any day. So it's hard for me to watch this team, but I, I can't go higher than a D. I'm giving this team a D because they're 500. If they were not 500, they'd have an F in my book. Okay. I would say overall, I, I, I think I'm, I'm going to be a little more harsh. While I did express optimism, um, th- this team, to me at the break, is an F. They have failed the first half of the season. Based on expectations, again, I, I go back to where was this team in 2017, right? They were Game 7 ALCS with these quote-unquote baby bombers, okay? 2018, didn't even get back to the League Championship Series. 2019, again, falling short. 2020, we both went into that thinking, 60-game season, this team should decimate the league and just... We, we were, you and I had conversations about what, what this could count as championship number 28. Just roll through, do well in a 60 game regular season, roll through those few playoff series. Go ahead. Let's uh, just be said that we couldn't have a parade because of, you know, COVID last year. Disappointment. Hmm. This year has been an extension so far of last season's struggles. So for that alone at 46 and 43, I grade this team. They have failed so far. They have failed this city. Pretty good. I like that. Uh, by the way, the run differential for the Yankees this year is plus one. Plus one. And if you want some examples, the Chicago White Sox are plus 117. The Boston Red Sox are plus 57. The Houston Astros run differential is plus 136. That's our American League opponents. While in the National League, you have San Francisco with the best record in baseball, plus 116. And the Dodgers, with your second best record, at 56, 35, 142 run differential. Yankees are plus one. 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 I would say that puts them in the bottom five. Um, You'd be surprised. There's a lot of red. There's a lot of teams in the red. Like even the Mets, their run differential is is only plus nine. So. Okay. I mean, it's it's an awful number, but it just kind of goes to show what 46 and 43 does to you. All right, let's 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 grade these these players after my rant on how much I don't like them. All right, let's. Uh, let's I'll be start. fair though. I'll, I'll be fair. I'll be honest. All right, I I, I didn't think we were going to lie. Uh, so catchers, we have Gary Sanchez, we have Kyle Higashi Oka. Thoughts no, on I'm Gary Sanchez? <laughs> the Stroka. Can I'm I'm gonna just, can I just lump them together? I'm getting sure, our catchers together. Grade grade Yankee catching, which I, I think impacts this. Go ahead. I'm gonna give him, you know what I'm gonna give him a C, because only because there's power there, there's potential. Sanchez has been he was hot. He's not at the moment, but he was hot. Um, and I still think he can do a lot. I'm gonna give them the C. Higashioka is just another guy. My my rating is a little more fluid. I'm gonna go C plus B minus. Okay. Okay. Um, again, so Gary Sanchez, he's got. You know, 15 home runs tied for second. Um, He's got a 785 OPS, third best on the team. I'm sorry, can you go back for one second? You said Gary Sanchez is tied for second? 
with 15 home runs on the, on on the, the team. team. Yeah. That's awful. Sorry. I did not realize that. But again, the last week cooled off a little bit, but prior to that, mm-hmm. he was raking. Yes. So it's there. Yep. That gives me hope. Yes. As much as we ragged on him in the offseason, when he's playing well, there aren't many catchers better than him offensively. It's the dreaded P word. It's potential. Potential. Right. Uh, Kyle Higashioka has done more than hold his own with Garrett Cole. He's got six home runs on the year. So it's not like if you put Higashioka in, it's a, you know, a huge hole in the lineup. He might be good for a base hit or two. Yeah. A little bit of pop. But again, if we're talking about the catchers, I'm going, you know, C plus B minus and it depends on how they're going. That's fair. That's fair. All right. First base. We'll go with Luke Voigt because he's the only one on the roster at the moment. <laughs> That's, that is true. We've had a lot of first basemen this year. Can I? I'm, I'm going to start with this one. Go ahead. F. A big old F. I'm, I'm lumping in Voigt with this one, but I'm putting in as well Chris Gittens and Jay Bruce and the person they had play first base for a day. Um, from the stands that they brought in. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, <laughs> F, because first baseman is a power position, and we have not had anything to produce from, from first base. Yes, Luke Voigt has run into a couple of balls, but he is inconsistent, and he has looked awful. Awful. I don't believe he's over 200. And I'm just, I'm going to put it out there. I know we're not talking trades. We're not doing that. But the Yankees need to go get Freddie Freeman. Done. I, I did hear some chatter about that. I did as well, and I like Again, it. We're not talking trades today. Maybe we'll do that in uh, in Friday's episode. We'll do it towards the end of uh, July when the trade deadline's coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or again, if anything happens, if you know we do an emergency episode of some sort, you know we'll, we'll get our thoughts on things that are happening as the end of July approaches. Um, I'm going to give Luke Voigt a C minus D. Wow. And again, it's that dread. It's my rating. Again, but but I'm going to use your words, that dreaded P word. Okay, His season is still, in my opinion, getting started. He is one of the reasons that, again, he can he can run into some balls. He is still a threat to mash. And I think he will be one of the keys to their success in the second half. If he turns it on and if he gets going, that will be a reason the team finds success. So, again, he was hurt. So... I'm going to give him some benefit of the doubt. It's not like he's been playing for the last 80-something games, and he stunk. He's still getting started. Still stinks, though. But you're allowed to have your rankings. right now. He does. He does. Right now. He does. All right, let's take a look at uh, at second base. I will kick this off. Uh, so for second base, we have LeMahieu and Odor. Uh, I know we were rating them as a whole, but I'm, I'm going to say it's second, second base has been a C for me. All right, so... This offseason, we were waiting and waiting and waiting. When will the Yankees hmm. re-sign DJ LeMahieu? It got to a point where we were wondering if the Yankees would re-sign DJ LeMahieu. Um, so far, uh, he has only shown flashes of being the elite hitter he was the past two seasons. Um, he's having a down year in terms of his batting average. Uh, he's hitting 309, 310 since June 10th. And again, he hasn't been doing what he's been doing. You know, you had a man in scoring position and he came up to the plate. You know, it was lay machine. You could pretty much mm-hmm. guarantee runs would score mm-hmm. and RBIs would be collected. 
that hasn't happened yet. Which again, when we look at a team that's 46 and 43, you'd say, all right, who's not performing? Guys, okay, he's not performing. Team's 46 and 43. He's been their their best hitter the last two seasons. And even last year when he won the batting title. Yes, in an abbreviated season. Mm-hmm. Um, or Odor is what really brings the rating down for me because, you know, he he's hit nine home runs in 52 games. Okay, but we're talking a lot of strikeouts. Yeah, balls in play. But, you know, again, he got cut by the Rangers. Mm-hmm. We picked him up off the scrap heap. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So that that's, you is. know, that, that second base rating, that's why it's it's low for me. Mm-hmm. We'll My turn? You. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with a B minus for the second baseman. And I know that's, that's a number or a letter, excuse me, that is not favorable because I'm sure you're, you're listening to this and saying, what? But, but hear me out for a second. DJ, I still feel, has been a savior to the team, although he's not coming through in the clutch as he did last year. Um, this is a DJ LeMayu-type season. Uh, this is why we got him, because he's still a leader. He's still putting the ball in play. I know his strikeouts are up. So be it. Um, he's facing different pitching this year. Um, I, I still feel like he's a leader on the team, and they still look up to him. And, and as the team goes, DJ will go, or vice versa, depending on, on the day. So I really, I, I really think that he's been consistent, and he's been there. And, and I'm still a huge fan. I know his numbers are not there. As for Odor, I I have expressed my displeasure with him, but this is this is who he is. He's batting two eighteen. He's got nine homers, and he has you know a couple RBI, twenty one RBI, better than some of the guys in this team that's been here all year. So we can say that. So I'm giving them a B minus because I feel like it's been strong as a team. I feel like they're still the cogs. I do like the energy that Odor brings. I do like that he goes on the mound and hypes up the pitchers and gets them moving. I appreciate that. That's the leadership quality. That's what I like to see. So as players, I'm giving them a B minus. As their production, obviously it's lower, but I'm hoping that they bring up the team going forward. All right. Let's swing over to third base. I don't know who's on third. No. Urshela is on third. I'm giving Urshela a B plus. He is still one of the, I mean, we still listen to games and watch games and they still talk about, you know, where did they find him? Right. I, you know, Cleveland, obviously, but you know, the fact that he is consistent, right. Where would the Yankees AJ be without Gio Rochella playing third base in his production? Completely right? agree. He's third on the team with 38 RBIs. And I think he is a very, very good defensive third baseman. Agree. He has started so many triple plays in his career. <laughs> but again, in all seriousness, plays solid defense, and he's been one of their consistent offensive producers here in 2021 in the first half. Yeah, solid, solid B. I'm going to give him B plus. B plus. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like he's been a great team. He's been a great teammate. He still brings a little bit of energy. Just looking at his numbers, 11 home runs, 14 doubles, uh, 38 ribbies, you know, batting a... Sorry, he lost 275. Great geo year. You know, uh, lucky to have him. Glad he, and his defense is stellar. So everything you said, I echo. B plus sounds like a great grade for geo. All right, let's uh, go to shortstop. Mm. And let's talk about Glaber Torres. I'm going to give Glaber a big old F. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. We are 
through half of the season, and this young man who two years ago looked like he was ready to take baseball by mm-hmm. storm, mm-hmm. right? Like he'd be the guy we'd be comparing Fernando Tatis Jr. to, wow. right? But halfway through the season, we got a guy who's got three home runs and his uh, OPS is 90 points less than it was in 2020. And I think one of his biggest issues is the fact that he is not a major league shortstop. Yeah, He's made 12 errors, mm. fourth most in the majors here in 2021. You want to fix Glaber Torres? The Yankees need to find a way to put him back at second base, as you just said. Yep. And he needs to get out of his head. Yeah. But I'm giving him a big old F. Yeah, I don't want to give him, I don't want to give him an F. I'm going to give him a D because he is producing a little bit. You know, he still has 29 RBI, which is (laughs) sadly top five of the team. Top six? Yeah, whatever. I mean, I got to give him a D. He's, He's terrible this year. Three home runs. He has ten doubles, no triples, three homers, batting two forty, slugging six thirty four. Like these numbers are just not what he put up. And who knows if twenty nineteen was what he is or if this is what he is. And I think we're gonna find out soon. I think they're gonna make a decision on him going forward. And I I just looking at the Yankees, that potential, they're gonna hold on to him because he's got potential. I think they're gonna try to find a way next year to put him in second base. And, and and if they can't make it work at second base, I think it's going to be it. Because look, I'll be honest with you, Trevor Story is going to be a free agent, and that dude's going to look really good in pinstripes. I agree. Maybe he'll be in pinstripes by the end of the month. No, I don't think they're going to go for him right now. But we'll talk about that later in the month. Okay. All right. To the outfield. To the outfield. So let's just, let's do this, right? We have the outfield, and we have Aaron Judge. I'm going to go through <laughs> some numbers for you. So get your calculators okay. ready. Okay. Here are the numbers that I'm going to throw your way. Six, three, five, four, one, zero, zero, zero. Now, Chris, with your quick math, since you're, you're hitting those keys pretty hard, that is 19. Those gentlemen, or those numbers that I just gave you, those are the home runs of all the outfielders that are not Aaron Judge. Jeez Louise. 19 home runs from the outfield not including Judge, who has 21. And did not include Stanton, because he has not put his foot in the outfield. I don't think he knows where the outfield is, AJ. <laughs> yeah, he knows where it is. He's getting paid plenty to not play it. Um, the outfielders are horrendous. This horrendous? Is a, this is... This is a, and you can't give him an F, because Judge makes up the outfield. So I'm going to give him a C- minus because of Judge. As I look through my MLB app, and I go to my stats here for the Yankees, leading the team in average, Judge, 282. Home runs, Judge, 21. RBI, Judge, 47. Stolen bases goes to Torres, so that's that. But runs, Judge, 51. On base percentage, Judge, 375. Slugging, Judge, 526. On base plus slugging, Judge, 901. Hits goes to DJ at 92. But walks, Judge, unfortunately, strikeouts, Judge, but he is the team leader. Everything on this Yankees team centers around Aaron Judge. It's a great thing, but you're not getting any support from your outfield. 19 home runs from seven other guys. I know Gardner wasn't going to get a home run. I know he wasn't supposed to play, but 
your boy, Clint Frazier, has done nothing. Hicks is injured and Duhar coming along, not great. Tim LaCastro, the speed demon who doesn't steal any bases, had one home run. And then we have Tachman, who has zero. Tachman's uh, not on the team. I'm just I'm, I'm giving you the numbers of every guy who played outfield. Floreal, oh, okay. zero. Ryan Lamar, zero. You want to throw Tyler Wade in there? Guess how many home runs he has. If you guess zero, you're right. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. All right, so... Anyway. Uh, I'm going to fill in the gap. So AJ gave you the... Uh, he painted with a very broad brush. So obviously Judge gets an A. This team's performance is definitely not Judge's fault. Right? Okay, so he is, again, leading the team in just about every offensive category. Judge gets an A. He might be leading in pitching, too. That's true. How many wins does he have? <laughs> uh, What's his Gardner. War? Was war. I don't even understand what that is. That's a, that's an off-season conversation. Gardner, I would say he gets a D. He's wow. only playing because Hicks is hurt. D? He's playing because Hicks is hurt. At one ninety-four. I'm not giving him a D. Sorry, you're allowed to have that's your the reason he's out there. I got you. Clint Frazier, F. As much as I'd like to see him turn it around, you you would probably like to give him something less than an F, like a P's Z. And Q's. <laughs> P's and Q's. P's and Q's. Um. Uh, 2020, is that an aberration for Big Red Thunder? Uh, this season was supposed to be, and I was all hyped up for it. You sure were. was supposed to be a nice follow-up to his 2020, where he would break out and show us a full season of awesome. He is certainly, uh, falling short is an understatement. That's why he has failed. Now, granted, he is on the IL currently, so time will tell. Uh, he is not going to, I mean... If he starts to produce in the second half, that'll be nice. His production, though, is not going to be what gets the team going. Right? Nope. Uh, and Duhar, I'm going to be generous. I give the kid a C. Yeah. He's playing out of position. All right? Um, after not getting a chance, after being injured, he's playing in the outfield. Uh, and again, he is also on the IL. We, we could certainly use the 2018 version of Miguel and Duhar, where, again... Uh, he was slashing well, but currently, you know, hitting 253. So, um, so I give him a C. The guys you mentioned who played one game, it's as if they cut class anyway. So I, I don't care that they showed up for one class. Lamar didn't even play a whole game. He poor got guy. It. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Uh, all right. Designated hitter. I mean, let's talk about Giancarlo Stanton. Why? <laughs> Would you grade him? I don't. I don't know. He's so streaky, isn't he? He's, he's got so 15 streaky. home runs. Yep. He's batting 270, 15 home runs, 42 ribs. I, I want to give him a good... I'm going to give him a B. Yeah. I'm going to give him a B. His injuries are killing me. His streakiness is killing me. But you, you, you... I looked at those numbers, right? I think... I think if he was healthy, he would have been an all-star this year. Because I'm looking at those numbers. I watched that game the other night. And I feel like his numbers are better than some of those guys that were on that field. Does he deserve to be an all-star this year? No, absolutely not. But if he was healthy, whew, what would those numbers look like then? I mean, he was hot when he got hurt, right? And he was out for three weeks? Yeah. He was on a tear. He, had, he was leading the team in home runs. Him coming back and performing, you know, if he's performing at 75%, right? He's a top 15 player in the game. Yeah. So he I will be a key to the second half. I think it's time to get him in the outfield, though. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it has to, though. I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I'm just saying I don't think that's going to happen. And, Should he be and, able to walk out there and play left field? Yes. 
odds that he pulls a hamstring his first time doing it if they put him out there in two weeks, yeah, he's going to get hurt. You know what? Going to pull let, something. You know let, it. You know let, it. Let me go back for a second because I don't want to go too much on this, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is a DH because we spent time watching Edgar Martinez, Hall of Famer. We spent time watching David Ortiz, who we know will be a Hall of Famer. All they did was play DH. We're highlighting this as a problem because we have three other guys who have to play DH Who aren't doing anything in the outfield. No, I'm just saying they have to be DH too. Judge needs a DH. Sanchez needs a DH because they can't play every day. But nobody said that when Ortiz or Edgar Martinez was playing. So maybe it's not us. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. On those other teams, there were not three or four other guys who needed to DH. That's what I'm saying. So maybe this is just the team being poorly constructed. Again, back to this conversation. That Stanton is in the position where he belongs. Nelson Cruz is now a DH. Doing a damn good job, too. 43 years old, still batting over 300. Look, Stanton, his body's breaking down. He's got a lot of muscle. Breaks down quick. Yeah, that yoga hasn't helped them at all. Judge, doing great. Knocking on wood, <laughs> loud and clear. Down, downward judge. Down. <laughs> no, it's that meditation. <laughs> um. Just meditation and crushing little, little league baseballs. They, by the way, folks, if you haven't seen that new T-Mobile, not a sponsor commercial, go uh, hit that up on YouTube. <laughs> To see the Judge Stanton T-Mobile commercial. But anyway, I, I, I'm going to give Judge... What did I say? I said C? No, I said B. You said a B. Yeah, I'm going to give him a B. Because I'm uh, Stanton... I think that's accurate. I, I, I'm I'm going to see a good second half from Stanton. Remember that memory we came back from the All-Star break when he was with the Marlins? The dude was raking. I think he hit like 40 home runs in the second half of the season. Let's go. I got high hopes for Stanton. I'll be honest with you. I think he's finding his groove. If, he's in the if ball we hard. just focus on him... If he just knows to focus, I get, you know what? He knows he's a DH. Yep. They're not going to put him in the outfield. Nope. Right? I, I think the closest he could ever get to playing the field again would be to pick up a first baseman's glove in a National League park. Maybe. If you needed his bat in the lineup, go out and play first base. Yeah. And you know what? He should be taking ground balls at first base at this stage of his career. Probably can't bend down. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of bending, where bending is important, let's talk about the starting rotation and our pitchers. Garrett Cole. I say A. If he was still using spider tack, probably an A+. Plus. Hey, if man, he, dude, dude pitched a gem in Houston, so we'll give it to him. Absolute gem. Shout out to the Mike Messina moment of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this. Because he had that game, I, I, I think if he didn't have a couple of bumpy starts, he's probably starting the game for the American League in the All-Star game. Because there was a stretch there. For most of the first half, he was the best pitcher in the American League. Yeah, I, I just think the uh, Otani bias was was loud and clear. Please tell me why that guy was a starting pitcher of the All-Star game. His ERA was like a 3-5. Like, come on. I don't know. He's got more. Uh, uh, Cole has more strikeouts than anybody. He's got 147 strikeouts on the year. Yeah, buddy. Including the DeGrominator, who that would be a good pitching matchup. Yep. Just missed that one. DeGrom Cole. Just, just missed it. But I give him an A. I think he has pitched like an ace 90% this year. Yeah, I agree with you. All said and done, again, how he goes, the pitching staff will go. I agree with you. Uh, As a whole, I think Cole is the A of the staff. Looking at the rest of the staff, I'm just going to give him a grade. I'll just tell you straight up. Montgomery, Herman, Kluber, and Tyone. Um, I'm going to give him a C. 
I, I and, say that and, and, I'm, and I'm Again, grading on a curve. Cooper is on the shelf until September. Yeah, yeah. Grading on a curve because Montgomery has been very good, not getting wins, and Kluber threw a, a, a no header. Tyone has looked good lately, but uh, still, I'm going to give a C. A for Cole, yeah. C I mean, for everybody a, else. Was that B overall? Yeah, that's a B for the pitching staff. Yeah. Which again, for for again, w- without their pitching, where would this team be? Correct. Right. For a while, they were carrying um, the team. There should be a lot. They, sh- they could have had a lot more losses if it wasn't for them. Yeah. Again, I, hopefully, you know, Kluber gets off the shelf later this season and can contribute to a team in a season that's worth contributing to. Mm-hmm. You know, in in September, and you know, hopefully, you know, in the postseason. Uh, Domingo Herman, obviously, off the field. We're not fans. Nope. Uh, but he's uh, currently four and five. He's been okay. Hmm. He doesn't walk a lot of guys. He's only walked nineteen guys in eighty-one innings. Gives up a lot of home runs. I though. think. I, th- I think that's impressive. Not the home runs. No. Um, so he has struggled recently. Um, however, like you just said, home runs—that's a problem for him and Tyone. They've given up the most home runs on the staff, sixteen between the two of them. Um, Montgomery, the other bright spot. Mm-hmm. Now, what's on the horizon? I haven't heard any new reports about Severino, but obviously looking forward to getting him back and seeing what that is. So hopefully we get, we can get back there. Yep, we'll see. All right, let's go in the bullpen. So we're Bull- talking about the likes of Aroldis Chapman, Chad Green, Jonathan Loizaga, Super Mario, I mean Nestor Cortez, <laughs> Lucas Litke, Luis Sessa. I'll start with a bright spot and a, good, oh. and a feel-good story. Please do. Lucas Litke, yeah. 34 years old, hadn't pitched in the majors since 2015, and he has proven to be a reliable lefty option. He's currently 3-1 with a 3.35 ERA and a 6.57 strike-to-walkout ratio. He's been good out of the bullpen for the most part. So, Lucas Litke, I give you a B. Good deal. We're doing Pick another pitcher, AJ. Pick yeah, another, another pitcher. pitcher. I'm going to go with, hmm, I was going to go with Zach Britton, but he doesn't get a good grade from me right now. I'm just not, Johnny Lasagna, Loisica. Yeah, I, I know who you meant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, looked, uh, you looked at me like I was like I was weird. Um, I think he's been very good this year. I'm going to give him a solid B as well. I think uh, he is somebody I was not a fan of, and I feel this year I'm a little more confident when they bring him into a game. So... Johnny Lasagna, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. You got to be. Excellent. I'm going to go, I'll take Chad Green, who had a little bit of trouble the other day. (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) But overall, first half of the season, I'm going to give Chad Green a B plus. Yes, Hmm. he gave up the Altuve walk-off home run to end the first half. Uh, But Green has a .79 whip, uh, and he's mostly been a rock in a bullpen that has missed Britton and Darren O'Day. Three bad outings this season are why Green's ERA is even as high as 2.89. But other than that, he has been solid. And, you know, there was a good four, four and a half week stretch in May where this Yankee bullpen was the best bullpen in baseball. And it goes back to that point in time where the team went, what, 23 and nine? Yeah. Over a stretch. Yep. And the bullpen played a big role in that. Yep. Uh, Chad Green, B plus. Who are next? Let's go with, uh, mm, no, I don't, you know what? I'll get out of the way. Wilson. <laughs> That's it. Wilson. Okay. Who's next? <laughs> Cortez. 
Go ahead. Cord Kesman, dope. Dude's been a stud with that mustache. Woo. The mustache is an A. Mustache is an A. It's pitching motion. A plus. Himself? Give him a B. Solid B. All right. I think uh, to start the second half, I think he will uh, get a couple more starts. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> just, just what we need. Um, but yeah, he, he's been very solid of late. So he, he's earning his innings for sure. Uh, you want to do Chapman together? Let's do Chapman together. Uh, earlier in the season, Chapman was an A+. Plus. He currently sucks right now. He needs to get out of his own head. <laughs> Chapman looks lost. Since May 23rd, AJ, he has an 11.57 ERA. Not as bad as I thought. Batters have posted a 1.202 OPS against him. In 11.2 innings, 11 and two-thirds innings, he's allowed 17 hits, including five homers and 15 walks. It's pretty awful. If not for a couple of triple plays, he might have been designated for assignment. It's true. Spider tech. Spider tech. Spider tech. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I didn't make that up. That's not me. I heard it somewhere. Um, okay. So the grade you're going to go is? D. D. Good. I'm with you on that one. I, I, I don't have many things to say about him. I'm not happy with his performance. I know he tweeted and Instagrammed how hard he's working and he'll never give up and blah, 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 blah. Just do it on the field, dude. Don't I give wish me he worked motivation. hard on what he wore to the All-Star game. Did you see his outfit pregame on the red no, car- purple I did, I did carpet? No, I did not see uh, pregame. Uh, he looked like an NBA during shoot-around wearing his like, multi... He looked like the Partridge Family bus, to be honest with you. Nice. There's yeah, that, that was his jumpsuit. That cool. was his jumpsuit. Anyway. Whereas, yeah. Sport it if you got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, nope. The manager. Nope. The manager, nope. AJ. Nope. Aaron Boone. Nope. D. Dude has no idea what he's doing. He's got a D. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of his little puppet strings and, and all that nonsense. Grow a set. Coach the team like your father used to. Here's the only positive thing I will say. Here's what he does right. Because no manager is going to do what we do, and that's throw everybody under the bus. Okay? As a manager... I can appreciate that he constantly publicly talks about how much he believes in this team. Now, granted to us as fans, that has gotten tired. But when he walks into his clubhouse, I'm sure the team can appreciate that they are being protected, right? But I but I agree with what you're saying, AJ, that let's go, let's coach. I think that starts with burning the binders, but we know that's not going to happen. No, Alex is here to stay. Um Look, he's no Joe Girardi, he's no Joe Torre, he's no Buck Showalter. Don't, don't even bring Joe Torre up. No, I'm just saying, he's not. that's not who we are. And I guess, again, this goes back to this new new set of baseball, these new rules, this new nonsense. I, I, I think Boone could be a fine manager. I, I just don't know if he's managing. Like you said at the beginning of the show, he didn't take out two pit, two, not just one, two pitchers in the ninth inning of a game where you're up by five and you lost in one inning what's the stat you sent me the other day 493 games where the team was up by four runs there's two losses and the two are the, the yankees, yankees in the last two weeks sad yeah sad that's 500 games roughly the yankees have the only two losses when leading by more than four after eight innings sad so look i think boone has it in him i think the players like him I think they will play for him, but it's time for him to start, you know, owning it a little bit more and, 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 you know, like make, make something happen. Hitting runs, stolen bases, you know, 
sack flies. Like if this was little big league, the kid would be working on the the hidden ball trick and and the over third of first base. <laughs> we need that. I agree. Just have I some agree. fun so, at this point. Yeah, Let, let's get a child to manage the team. <laughs> I got um, one. But but speaking of, you got one. Yeah, I got three. Between two of us, we got four managers. <laughs> we we could do it. We could do it. Five, <laughs> five. You and I could co-manage the team. Probably. Imagine that. Let's yeah, fantasize. Awesome. Okay, I'm good. Got um, Speaking of making things happen, front office, general manager, Yankee brass, Brian Cashman, um, honestly, the first half of the season is not where a GM makes their bed. Brian Cashman will be judged based on what happens in the next three and a half weeks. Yes. So right now, I would grade Brian Cashman as incomplete. Yes. GMs are graded in the offseason. All right. Um, what does this team need? Some lefty pop, right? That would help. Mm-hmm. Um, did Cashman take too much of a risk on Kluber and Tyone? Mm-hmm. Time will tell, right? Um, but as I said, the GM job begins now. Post-All-Star break, leading up to that non-waiver trade deadline, we will have, uh, I th- well, I-, I will more officially grade Cashman at the conclusion of the season, but right now it's incomplete. What do you think, AJ? Uh, I'm glad you said that because I was just I was thinking the same thing as as we were talking about this. Um, I, I don't want to judge him yet. I'm not happy with the way he constructed the team. We let that be known, like they care. Um, lately and at the beginning of the season, when we saw there was no lefty bats and the team was missing something, so obviously I'm not happy with him. But he can turn that around very quickly by going to get a couple of players. Yes, a couple of players. What are you giving up? I don't care at this point. The only thing you're not giving up is Judge because he's the only one who's really consistent. So I'll let it ride until the end of July and and when we come back and if he doesn't do his his job between now and July 30th, I'll give him a grade. And if we don't make the playoffs because he didn't do his job, I'll give him another grade. But right now, obviously, halfway through, I'm going to give him a halfway mark of a C. But we'll see if that changes. AJ, I want to re- evaluate my overall grade it's your podcast uh, i thought it was our show oh, sorry <laughs> uh, now that we've gone through i don't think the team is an f team okay right now this team is nothing special hmm. this team is average hmm. this team is ordinary right they're not in first place they are an average baseball team they have not been eliminated from the playoffs hmm. whereas i'm sure that we can come up with five other teams that have no shot at making the playoffs this year. The Yankees haven't reached that low yet. Obviously, not making the playoffs would mean that our end of season grade means the season was a failure, right? right? So I'm gonna, I'm maybe I'm curving it. I don't know, but C minus C for the first half because they've had their moments where they have looked good, but again, a team that is almost 500, they've obviously had moments where they have looked bad, and. uh like like I've told students in the past, and I'm sure you have too, um, this this team needs to turn it on in the second half of the year, mm. right? Yep. So they're not out. They're, they're they are they are down, down, but they are not out. Yeah, they're yeah. So I'm going to go overall rate this team C minus C halfway through the year. So I'm yeah, gonna I, I'm still with you. Uh, I I'm still with you. Let's see. Like, hey, I mean, got a lot of games left. Got a lot of games against teams ahead of you. Because nobody. Well, we're going to talk you. about the upcoming schedule. Yeah, <laughs> I, 
I'll be honest. I do not think Baltimore is a threat to pass us. Could you imagine? If they I were do not think that. Imagine. I do not think this team will finish last in the AL East. Oh my god! That would be an epic collapse. Epic collapse. All right. So let's let's uh let's look at first. You know, if you enjoy this conversation, we want to know what you feel about this team halfway through the season. So tweet at us at Chase for twenty eight pod at AJ Bianco at CJ Nessie. Let us know what you think on Twitter. You can email us your halfway report card feedback at chase for 28.com coming up the week ahead. And actually we're going to cover uh, two weeks here because who knows uh, only because there's a common opponent here over the next 10 days. Mm-hmm. So the Yankees come out of the all-star break with a four game series in the boogie down against the Red Sox, July 15th through the 18th against the Red Sox. Then, again, as we said earlier this month, they do not play on Mondays. <laughs> not allowed. Uh, so they will... They, then they host the Phillies July 20th and 21st, and then they go to Beantown to face the Red Sox July 22nd through the 25th. So in the next 10 games, the Yankees play the Red Sox eight times. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken... They are the first place Boston Red Sox. Yep. So do the next 10 games make or do do these eight games make or break them for the season? Yep. Okay. Look, I'm I'm not saying they're going to win all eight games. I'm not not saying that if they don't win any. All right, here's the deal. If they don't win any, huge issue. There'll be 16 games behind them. Okay. If they win four, four is a good number. Right, they gotta take four. Knock down that number. If they can take more than four, bless your heart. I'm gonna tell you right now, they need to sweep the Phillies, and they need to win. They need to go no work. They need to go seven and one against Boston. Yeah, Orange. Okay. They need to go seven and one against the Red Sox. I'll take six and two. I'll take six and two. I think six and two is ideal. I'd like to feel really good, and I feel like I don't know if we're on the same page. I want them to come out. They need to sweep the Red Sox this weekend. I was thinking they the need thing. to lay. They need to lay a smackdown, beat down. Yeah, just come out the gates and make people go. Uh oh. Yeah, sweep or three and even out of for four. themselves. You no. Give me, give me, no. give me three out of four. That, nope. Like, give me, give me three Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm okay with a loss on Sunday. I don't want a loss on a Sunday because then you got that off day Monday. I'm tired of that. That's true. I don't want to lose the first game out of the break. They need to come out and sweep them this weekend. Yeah, that will make a statement. Yeah, that makes them start to go even for themselves. We got this. And to everybody else, they can say, "Uh oh, in a good way. Mm -hmm. So they need to sweep right out the gate. Okay, fair point. They need to come out of this break to start the second half. Sweep the Red Sox, sweep the Phillies. You have you will be six and oh, you'll people start to talk. Hottest team coming out of the all star break. Then then I'll take three out of four. Okay, fair, fair point, fair point. That's where I want to be in 10 days. Yeah, I'd like to see the number down to at least four games back. Again, they they they, they, they control it. Mm-hmm. Look, they got to play 600 ball from now until the end of the season to even think about making the playoffs. It's not hard to do. They're better than a lot of teams. They just have to now act like it. Absolutely. All right. AJ, before we get to our trivia question, just real quick here, I want to give some shout outs. The 2021 Major League Draft took place, so I just want to say hello and welcome to the Yankees, the following new 
potential prospects. Now, we joke before we hit record that probably none of these names are going to ever play in the Bronx for the Yankees, but hey, you got drafted by the team. Welcome to the Yankees. Trey Sweeney, Brendan Beck, Brock Selvage, Cooper Bowman, Tyler Hardman, Richard Fitz, Robert Alstrom, Will Warren, Chandler Champlain, Benjamin Cowles, Jack Neely, Ben Rice, Zach Messinger, Sean Herman, Danny Watson, Cole Ayers, Grant Richardson, Bailey Dees, Dominic Keegan, and Sean Hard. Welcome to the Bronx. Welcome, welcome. May your careers be productive, and in the event of an emergency landing, you can use third base as a flotation device. Not second, though. Not second. All right, AJ, what's our trivia question and the answer? Trivia. Real quick, here we go. The question was, when Tanaka was the winning pitcher and Chapman earned the save in the 2019 All-Star Game, they became the first teammates since 2001 to win and save the game. So we want to know, and we asked, who was the pair from 2001? And that pair in 2001 came from the Seattle Mariners. That was Freddie Garcia and Kazuhiro Sasaki, who got the win and the save in the 2001 All-Star Game. Fun Yankee fact, uh, the starter in that game in 2001 in Seattle, Roger Clemens Boom for the Yankees. Look at the Yankee connection. Yankee connection, there you go. God, 20 years ago. My goodness. Man. Can't get over that. That's crazy. (laughs) All right. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. You've got opinions just like we do. And of course, we want to hear from you. Tweet at us at Chase for 28 pod, or you can email us your thoughts on the Bronx Bombers. Email is feedback at Chase for 28.com. You can support this podcast in three ways. AJ. Tell them how they can support the show. Oh, come on. You know what to do at this point. Tell a friend, tell a fellow Yankee fan about this podcast. Let them know you do that or become a legend. Check out chasefor28.com slash legend. And of course, get some swag. I got my swag on. I do. I got my Literally, he's got it on t-shirt. right now. It is on and it feels good too. Check it out. Chasefor28.com slash merch. Go get that t-shirt, can y'all. You, can you rock a, go on the Chaser 28 Twitter account and just take a drop I'll a picture? Take, I'll take a quick selfie. <laughs> All right, everybody. No duck lips. Uh, here, no duck lips. Here's to the second half of 2021, and I did not hit the screen capture button on that. Damn it. But he looked good. <laughs> here's to the second half, AJ. And uh, here, here's to 600 ball and the Chaser 28. Let's go, Yankees.